Becoming an authentic, fearless, fabulous speaker will get you noticed as an expert and an influencer. Everyone has the power to speak from their soul and has a fearless presenter inside just waiting to come out and shine. Welcome to Present Your Power with Abigail Rebecca. We'll show you how to tap into your power, own your authentic voice, and speak your truth on stage, in video presentations, and everyday business life. Now, here is your host, Abigail Rebecca. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome to Present Your Power, wherever you are in the world. My name is Abigail Rebecca, and I'm a presentation coach who helps female entrepreneurs get over their fear of public speaking and transform into absolutely fabulous presenters. And if you've followed me for a while, you'll know that one of the things I'm really passionate about is helping female presenters find their authentic voice. And the starting point for that for many people is to have a strategy call with me. And on a strategy call, people often ask me, Abby, how do I find my authentic voice? I'm really finding it difficult just to be me. And, you know, I know how they feel. Um, I used to be afraid to show my authentic self. I hid behind my corporate identity for years. Um, there would be corporate Abby, so hair scraped back or straightened, black dress, black stilettos and a scarf. And then I'd revert to out of work cabbie at curly hair cut off jeans and flip-flops so when I left corporate in 2016 after I got so ill and I really got ill I couldn't ignore my calling any longer I still continued to hide behind a different persona I trained to be a personal stylist at the London College of Fashion and put a uniform inverted commas of designer clothes and I never went out without a full face of makeup it was really was exhausting and I remember really clearly in August last year I did a Facebook live from my little home office in Brighton in the UK funnily enough it was about dressing authentically and as it was about dressing authentically I put on my favorite shimmery coat that I normally only wear for music festivals and I spoke not only about dressing authentically but also about finding your authentic voice and you can watch it now on my Facebook business page just search for Abigail Rebecca on Facebook and while you're at it please like my page <laughs> every, every little helps so it was then that I realized what had been holding me back I was really really worried about what people would think about me so do you sometimes worry about what people will think of you. As a recovering people pleaser, it's something that I still struggle with. But on that Facebook Live nearly a year ago, I realized that what people thought about me really didn't bother me anymore. And once I started to feel like that, I started to have some fun with it. I enjoyed ruffling a few feathers because it meant that I wasn't being beige anymore. I was standing out. But most importantly, I was being my authentic self. And that's when I became a more 
confident speaker and had so much more connection with my audience. It it really was beautiful. So if I was still hiding behind a persona, I wouldn't be achieving all the things I'm doing today, including being a host on Voice America. And I definitely wouldn't find it such a joy to coach my clients. So if you sometimes worry about what people think of you, then this show is for you because my guest today is someone who's not only presenting her power, she's definitely found her authentic voice and I'm delighted to welcome Sally Griffin to the show. So Sally Griffin is also known as the millionaire yogi. She's a spiritual business coach who coaches entrepreneurs or yogapreneurs as <laughs> she calls them. I love that yogapreneurs in the well-being and yoga section to find their super niche and to create financially abundant businesses. Sally believes that you can be a deeply spiritual being and attract and manifest at the level of a banker. And as an online host herself, Sally um, interviews successful yogapreneurs across the globe, inspiring people to get up off their couch or their butts to do something that they really, really love. So Sally, welcome, welcome to the show. (laughs) Thank you, Abby. And I'm going to just say, it's yo-tropreneurs. It's yo-tropreneurs. It's It's even more street than that. (laughs) Well, how do you say it again, Sally? Yo-tropreneurs. Yo-dra-preneurs. Yo-tropreneurs. You know, oh, like, oh, very street yo. language is yo. You say, hey, yo. Yo. That's <laughs> what I talk about. Because though I use yoga as, uh, you know, a subset that I work with particularly, I also work with people who are in alternative businesses. So it's yo-tropreneurs. That's fantastic. Well, welcome, Sally. It's such a pleasure to have you here. And where are you calling from today? I'm calling from London today, London, UK. Wonderful. So I'm like just an hour below you. So I'm in Brighton on the coast. So it's really nice, actually, to speak to somebody today in in the UK. And um, Sally, what I'm so excited about interviewing you today is that many people in the well-being um, and and yoga community believe um, that they will never make as much money as bankers or people in the normal workforce. So um, for everybody that's listening, Sally is here to show you how to rock out an incredible business <laughs> in the well-being sector. Um, so, yeah, it's just fantastic to have you here, Sally. Thank you. And that is, that is the main message that I have. Um, is it okay if I just tell you some figures? Absolutely. Go for it. Go for Great. it, girl. So my background is very much that I've worked in both sides of the um, corporate um, property development sector in London for 12 years, and I've also had a, a long, long, long-term spiritual practice, which is much longer than the corporate side of things, and that, I would say, is 25 years. Both things that I've done for that long have either been shamanic or they've been yoga, and so I have both sides, one foot in each. And so a lot of people in the yoga world, or definitely in meditation or good works, have an inherent belief that to do good works or good deeds means that you cannot make money. 
And so I just want to give you some figures. You know, I have worked in um, property development. When I did that for 12 years, I worked it up from nothing to $7 million, And it was one of those kind of accumulative things that I just went on a roll with my spirituality intact, not ripping people off, just working the system and working hard and producing an amazing amount of success. But when I wanted to switch out of that, a lot of people said, but how can you do as well? You know, how can you do as well in the yoga world? I now run a yoga festival and I coach entrepreneurs. And so here are some figures that might blow your mind. I think as far back as 2013, um, we knew that the yoga business annually is $27 billion. It's worth $27 billion in the U.S. alone. Wow. Right? And that figure is 83% women who are involved in the yoga world, and there are more than 20 million practitioners in yoga all over the world. When you think about what yoga is, it's not just somebody teaching. There's designer yoga wear, there's mats, there's towels, there's luxury retreats, there's juice cleansers. And when you have a look at Yoga Journal, which is one of the um, American sort of standards in yoga, more than 30% of yoga journal readership is, has a household income of 100000 So yoga, on the one hand, has got all this spiritual content, and it definitely, in my world, it teaches you the ethics of how to conduct business, of how to treat people well, of how to honor the planet, how to be sustainable, and all of that kind of thing. But it also, in terms of real finance and figures in the world, it is rocking it out. And people don't seem to get that. So I thought that might be a surprise for some of your listeners. It's definitely a surprise for me. I mean, that's mind-blowing. $27 billion, just in the U.S., $27 billion. That's in billion. Yeah. Billion, yeah. Yeah, billion. Uh, just in the U.S., and that figure has not been out, updated since 2013. I think they release it every five years, so we're due for an increase. Um, I'll tell you a few other things that are amazing. Because we're speaking to American audience here, more than one in three Americans are spiritual and not religious, so they classify themselves in yoga as spiritual and not religious, but it can go hand in hand with, say, any other practice that they have. So, you know, Jewish um, Americans still can do yoga. It's not a conflict. Uh, The same with whatever traditional form of, uh, you know, sort of religious practice that you have. Some more figures that are really interesting there's been an 87% increase spent on yoga products in the last five years. So if you are looking to, if you are stuck in, this, this is some of the people I deal with, they're stuck in a corporate job. They leave their corporate job every night and they do something amazing with yoga. They dream of creating a business in an alternative way and then they're racked with fear. They just don't know how to do it. But when you start to stack up the odds of looking at this sector, well-being, yoga, cleanses, meditation, all the products that come out of that, I am a stand for people having incredibly successful financial futures and also living the life that they want. And, you know, that's, that is the angle that I coach them on. 
But it does stack up. Most yoga centers are now owned by hedge funds. Mm. Yeah, I can imagine that. I, I love what you stand for, Sally. I, I really do. Why um, why do you work with yoga and alternative fields? Like, you know, what's your driver? What's your why? Um, I think for a very long time, I've always been deeply spiritual myself. And um, because it, it's so nourishing to have a belief outside of just coming home, watching TV, going to a nine-to-five job. And, and really, really early on, um, I actually had an experience in India, which I could say was almost like a life changer. I was in Rajasthan. I was probably 26, I think. I was working in the film business. That's what I thought my whole world would be at that time. And I walked up a mountain in Rajasthan in Pushkar, India, which is the desert, and there was a Brahmin shrine there. And mm. I sat down, I was having a this sort of beautiful moment, and all of a sudden I received this, what I can call is like a transmission of information, which was happiness is a choice. And up until that point, I, I had not believed that. I thought some people were happy, some people were not happy, and that was how the world was. I had no idea that happiness could be a choice that you create no matter what the circumstances of your life are. So it was a really important moment. And then shortly after that moment, it was like, and you'll never be happy doing a nine-to-five job. <laughs> I got that direct transmission. And when I walked down the mountain, I thought, oh, my God, like I've got this uh, film career going on in London. You know, what do I do about it? But I really got that I no longer wanted to work in nine-to-five sort of corporate, it was very creative, but it was very corporate too. And when I got back to London, they'd given my job away. So it was like mm. the universe um, completely manifested what I needed. And most of my life, I've never had a nine-to-five job since. You know, I've worked my own hours. I've created the life that I want. And at the core of it has always been all the yoga teaching that I love an experience. I mean, if there was one thing I had to do on the last day of my life, it would be yoga. I'd probably do some other things too, but I mean, the bliss that you get, the community that you get, the people, the ethics, the, the kindness, the responsibility, like 100% responsibility for your life, which is part of the teaching of yoga, is it's more than just asana. It's definitely more than just doing postures on a mat. And I think that it's a guiding light for, for this current time that we need to look to things which give us that level of um, nourishment and positive outlook, and you can then take it straight into your business. Um, so that's why yoga. I love it. Love it, love mm-hmm. it, love it. Um, th- this, this, um, this message that came to your happiness as a choice is so beautiful and I, I completely agree with you. I, I wouldn't necessarily call me myself a yogi. Um, I'm not proficient um, at yoga, but I'm very much into Kundalini yoga. Mm-hmm. And what I love about that is um, that it really helps me, enables me to be able to present my power. Um, yeah. it, it fills me up. It's it's like it's my time to connect, to release, to relax, to find myself. Um 
but also it, it's just such an amazing vehicle to be able to create like create things in my business I find that when I do kundalini yoga I come out and I've got like a big sheet of paper I'm just scribbling everything down because I have so many ideas for my business Mm -hmm. I mean it's incredible isn't it that even just if you would look at it from a I guess just a purely scientific point of view that the space that it clears within your head your brain to think oh yeah definitely and physically, I mean, it, it, you know, it deals with, I was looking at a few of the things that people consider it to deal with age. You know, I feel incredible. I feel better than I did when I was in my 20s and I'm in my 50s. And I'm, you know, I just did a yoga practice today and I was rocking out handstands and all sorts of things. And I thought, this is just amazing. Like, this is not what we are taught about age. We are taught it, you sort of peak yeah. maybe 30s, then it goes downhill from that point. That is not the world of yoga at all. You get a very different sense of it. You know, people who have anything like stress, burnout, diabetes, which is a massive one in the States, um, backache, addiction, all of those things are really easily dealt with with yoga. And when you take some of the the qualities of life that you have, like a, an incredibly movable body, that all the things that are the problem become a way of healing. The attitude is always, um, well, you just get back on the mat no matter what. You've had an operation, just get back on the mat. You've had a baby, get mm -hmm. back on the mat, you know. It's, it's a life practice. It's not a quick fix, which I think it is. Gym, gym workouts are... Yes, yes, definitely. And I can I can say I have seen you in person do a headstand and it was pretty magnificent. <laughs> <laughs> you are doing amazingly well. You really are. You're just like um, you know, you 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 are there sort of leading the pack, definitely. <laughs> Sally, we're going for a break. We're just gonna okay. go for a very quick break now. Um so you can learn more about millionaire yogi um by visiting yogaconnects.co.uk. That's yogaconnects.co.uk co.uk or visiting millionaire yogi on facebook and instagram stay tuned as we'll be right back talking to sally right after these messages your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Are you a purpose-driven entrepreneur who wants to create prosperity, wealth, and abundance in your business through public speaking? As a presentation coach, Abigail Rebecca helps entrepreneurs just like you tap into their power and break through their creative blocks to discover their unique presentation style and transform into fearless, authentic, fabulous presenters and influencers. Whether you've never spoken in public before, whether you've spoken a few times and need to improve, or whether you're an experienced speaker who wants to improve your conversion rate, Abby is ready to offer you a free 30-minute strategy session this week. On this call, you'll dig deep so Abby will understand you and what you believe in. What's your big, beautiful vision? Then she will help you to create a plan that will set you up to win. Email hello 
at abigailrebecca.com and set up a free Own Your Authentic Voice strategy session today. Again, that's hello at abigailrebecca.com. Do we really have a full understanding as to why we do certain things and function the way that we do? There are many different aspects of trauma, and you can learn more about them and how to overcome the symptoms by tuning in to Trauma Talk with host Ezrina Rose Scott. On Trauma Talk, Ezrina and her special guest experts and clients will discuss the different results of trauma and some effective methods in resolving and healing from them. Listen live every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on Voice America Empowerment. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You are tuned in to Present Your Power with Abigail Rebecca. To find out more about Abigail and her coaching services, please visit AbigailRebecca.com. Now, back to Present Your Power. So, hey everybody and welcome back to Present Your Power. My name is Abigail Rebecca and I help female entrepreneurs get over their fear of speaking and transform into fabulous presenters. And we have an absolutely fabulous presenter with us today, Sally Griffin. So, Sally is also known as the Millionaire Yogi and is a spiritual business coach um, who um, coaches basically... Um, business owners, how to be successful and abundant. So, Sally, welcome back. <laughs> Thanks. So, um, we were talking about um, we, we were talking about uh, why you work with um, yoga and alternative fields, and mm-hmm. um, actually, we were having a little chat in the break um, about presenting your power, and I said that um, I think you're such a great role model for anybody who is looking to present their power and really find their authentic voice um, because you really have this strong belief um, and a strong message that um, yoga and the alternative world can be as successful as banking or property. So I know that you mentioned it at the beginning, but why is that? Tell tell us a little bit more about that. Okay, well... I, th- I do believe that it's quite a radical thought and that you will, and it divides. The, the actual name that I use, Millionaire Yogi, which is um, a coaching service that I do, it will also be a book that I'm writing. Um, I knew that when I created that name, it sends the message out immediately. You can hear it, like Millionaire Yogi. Now, some people are deeply upset and offended and have sent me, uh, you know, how dare you mention money, the disgusting money, in the same conversation with yoga. So I knew I was on the right track. I mean, to be able to divide an audience and get the ones that I'm really interested in. So the ones I am really interested in working with are people who actually believe that money is an energy and that you can do all the good things, that you can give back to the planet, you can be sustainable with the money, using it, and be as abundant with it as, say, um, a traditional job in banking. And I know that because, basically, I've had a traditional job. I've had several traditional jobs. But I think the most um, 
lucrative one that I did was working in the London property market and as a property developer. And it's quite interesting because even that has an alternative way of being. For instance, when I worked in property, I would go into a property myself and I would ask myself the question, would I want to live here? And it was always, would I want to live here as a student? Would I want to live here as a first-time buyer? Would I want to live here as, uh, by the time I was finishing in that world, we were doing multi-million pound flats in London, which were appealing to certain groups. So let's say there was one community that I was doing um, renovation, and we knew that it was going to appeal to Jewish Londoners who were super wealthy, right? Mm -hmm. But every single time I was stepping into whatever I was doing, my question was not, hey, how do I appeal to these different people? It would be, would I be happy living here as those different people? So using quite a spiritual connection that I was always having with the property itself, in other words, what I wasn't doing was creating um, what I call like unethical situations with landlords where you cram as many people in, you divide rooms into tiny little subsections um, to make as much money as possible. Mm. And believe it or not, even with that kind of spiritual, ethical approach, treating the team well, listening to the guys, because I worked with mostly men at that time, it was hilarious, uh, me and one other woman, um, with groups of like 30 men who were builders, would still be respected and treated in a great way because of the way that I dealt with them, you know? So I started to see there was a direct link, that you don't have to be... Um, sort of in the rat race and corrupt to do well. In other words, tread on everybody underneath you. You can actually use all the ethics of yoga and spiritual terms. I also bought at the right time, sold at the right time. I used shamanic um, wheel of the year for that. So it was, it was amazing and was super successful in it. So for me, super successful at that time was creating a business that was worth $7 million. And that's pounds, not dollars. And I think at the time, that's probably, you could have doubled it. It would have been that in American money. Um, when we look at banking, and, you know, I dealt with a lot of bankers to finance things, their lives were so stressed out. So were lawyers. They had to get up at the crack of dawn. They had to stay all day in the office, um, very, very late into the evening. Often they had to make a choice of whether they could have a home life with the kids and even see the kids, or whether or not their partner, who would back them up and support them, usually the woman, was the one who would be the main caretaker of the kids. These kind of choices were not something that I would ever want to make. Um, mm. You know, I want it all. I want to relate to my friends. I want to take time off. And you are not going to get it in the traditional corporate world. So you could even perceive that wealth, on that level, I'm more wealthy in other ways, um, you know, just the lifestyle that I live. Even though I, I work hard and potently, I don't have to do the nine-to-five run, which I told you in the last section is my idea of some kind of hell. And the people that do do it, I really respect, but there's a lot of clients that I deal with, they don't want to do that anymore. And they're terrified to step off that corporate ladder and I, so that's what most of the coaching I do is to, to really create a super niche that they can express 
the happiest them, or if you were saying your most authentic self, which I think I completely relate to with the people I work with, if your completely authentic self is literally um, working with a sunset time of day, doing retreats, whatever, I can work with you, as long as you're honest. Mm -hmm. With the very, very early stages of what I create, um, creating a super niche from the things that make you happy with your values intact and your passion, you won't go wrong. And, you know, we can use many examples for that. There's a woman in England who some of you may have heard about, and she's called Deliciously Ella. I would Mm. say she's rocking out near millions at this point. Uh, She's all over the TV. And what her journey was was she had um, a gut issue, so she started to become a, a vegan she started to eat vegan food to deal with a gut issue and gluten-free. Then she became a cook. Then she became a known celebrity. Now she is on every shelf in Waitrose or all the big supermarkets that we have here. She's in alternative health food. She's done books. She's on radio. She's TV. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And I can guarantee you she is doing as well as a banker. Oh, more so, I'd probably more say so. I mean, she's got, she, I agree. I mean, she's got massive. Yeah. I love what she does. But there, but there is a thing, isn't there, about, you know, if I think about, um, I can really relate to, you're talking about your clients when they have this fear of leaving corporate and it's almost like head down, stressed out, process driven, no work-life balance yeah. as opposed to actually stepping back and connecting. And I, I, I often, cause I break free from corporate. I often find myself reverting back to that within my business. And mm-hmm. as soon as I start to get really like too focused without looking up, like too processed driven ticking the boxes as soon as I step back and I start to connect myself with with myself and my universe and the universe and I follow my bliss I follow my bliss yeah that's when things start to turn around within my business and it doesn't happen very often but there's something that just happens where I'm just kind of jolted and I'm like right okay I need to do this Mm -hmm. so I completely completely get where you are coming from and how this is so (laughs) incredibly powerful I mean people don't realize do less make more (laughs) do they absolutely which is one of the key concepts I teach do less make more and also I speak about it in a way that when you create a super niche so for instance like why I've chosen to work with alternative world um, businesses so I specifically work with people who want to create Business in alternative, sustainable, uh, like sustainable fashion or um, music artists, poets, whatever, anything that is not banking. So I'm not interested in making bankers more money. Bless them, they've got enough, right? But I am interested in really working with this, this area, this subsection of the world because they do great deeds, right? So I wanted to step out, make a stand for them, and show them how to make a lot of money doing exactly what they love. And the very first stages of when I work with them, I do a lot of meditation. I get them to do meditations where we're looking at everything from when you are happy. So it sounds really basic, but mostly when we create. People are creating out of a reactive kind of process or they need to get a job or whatever. That's how they get into something. 
they're not really coming from the happiest place that they could make decisions from. And so all the work I do with them is from the happiest place. I then add in what are their core values because if you aren't working with your core values, you have no sound structure at all in your business. So one of mine in in core value terms is you hear it in all the language that I use. It's all about connection. So years ago when I was first stepping out and creating things in the yoga world, one of the biggest things that you would hear with different centers or whatever is, oh, we don't give out information. We don't, we don't advertise other teachers unless you're you know, just one of our core. We only do our own retreats, blah, 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 blah. And I've actually heard somebody say from one of the top yoga centers in London, oh, there isn't enough for everybody, right? So we oh, don't, wow. uh, we just don't advertise for anybody else. It's all about us. Well, I completely disagree with that. I actually believe there is enough for everybody. The world is abundant if you find your super niche. So my world of connection is when we start to work together, I create this thing called the connection zone. And all the people I interview, um, the people who speak at my festival, all are different entrepreneurs or yotrepreneurs, and they all become their own network, and it speeds things up for newcomers who are coming into that world. They don't need to do the hard slog. Actually, they just need one great connection. So my value is connection. That's one of the top things that I value, and my whole business, including the yoga festival that I created, which is called Yoga Connects, we advertise everybody. So if you come into our our fold, if you like, we, we shout out about you and you get heard a lot faster than, say, going through a traditional route with a yoga center that keeps everything to itself, you know? And I can vouch for that because I'm very privileged to be one of the speakers at your um, at the Yoga Connects yes, Festival at the end of June. <laughs> yeah. So it's very exciting. I can't wait for that. And and I know that I've mentioned it already, but your website for that is yogaconnects.co.uk. So um, that's a really beautiful festival. Yeah, and maybe we'll we'll just say when it is. It's the it's the last weekend of June. So if any of you Americans are coming on over to Britain um, after the royal wedding, come on (laughs) over to this festival. It's just outside of London. It's in a beautiful location, and it goes from June 29th, which is the Friday, to July the 1st, which is the end of the Sunday. So it's a weekend, and um, we have a lot of entrepreneurial speakers there, and all of them we'll advertise, all of them. That's the whole point, because my value is connection. Absolutely. And, and yeah. this is a it's an international station. So um, I'm sure that we'll have a lot of Brits that will be listening to this as well. So pop on down. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, come on, so, UK. <laughs> what's that? Sorry, Sally. I said, come on, UK. Exactly. Come on, UK. Um, So, Sally, we're going to a break in a couple of minutes. But um, what I really would love to speak to you about um, after the break is about um, how you present yourself, because you're a presenter, um, you're a host, you host your own show, your own online show. So you're a presenter, you're a speaker, you're a host. Um, I mean, just really quickly, what um, what are the kind of people that you interview for your show? 
Um, I into well, you know, super niching. My super niche is people who are alternative and they work in yoga and they're also abundant. So I interview anybody who has had a very successful business. So, for instance, the last two interviews I've just done and I haven't put up yet are one was just with MC Yogi, who is um, quite a famous rap artist, graffiti artist, poet, author phenomenal yoga teacher who has authentically gone through an amazing life of his, uh, you know, his own and his creation and then has become super successful just doing the thing that he loves. And so he's a hip-hop artist and he's great. Um, And his wife, Amanda, of the 10,000 Buddhas, I've also um, interviewed her recently, and she had this just this desire to paint. She's a painter and an artist to paint 10,000 Buddhas. She felt like there was a real calling for bringing this uh, Buddhism and the Buddhist concepts into the world. And she has now actually painted 13,000. As far up as entire buildings, you know, she learned a few graffiti styles from MC because they're partners. But um, I've also done people who who are really great at business. So, for instance, Justin Stearman of Yoga Guide Mag. He's somebody who works in California, and he came up with the idea of doing a whole print run. When print is going out, right, you think, he created a whole print mag in California, which is super successful, wealthy area of yoga centers. And he got sponsorship so that all of the all of this uh, print was funded, and he would drop them into local yoga centers. Now, where he's going with it, he's such a genius entrepreneur, um, is that people now can't do without the mag, of course. Then it became an mm. online mag. Now he's creating a festival. So those wow. entrepreneurs, you know, really, sounds- really smart people. He's a marketing genius. It sounds amazing, Sally. Let's talk a little bit more about the show after the break. So um, you can learn more about Millionaire Yogi by visiting yogaconnects.co.uk. That's yogaconnects.co.uk. Or or visiting Millionaire Yogi on Facebook and Instagram. We will be right back talking to Sally after these messages. your world motivate change succeed voiceamericaempowerment.com are you a purpose-driven entrepreneur who wants to create prosperity wealth and abundance in your business through public speaking as a presentation coach abigail rebecca helps entrepreneurs just like you tap into their power and break through their creative blocks to discover their unique presentation style and transform into fearless authentic fabulous presenters and influencers whether you've never spoken in public before whether you've spoken a few times and need to improve or whether you're an experienced speaker who wants to improve your conversion rate, Abby is ready to offer you a free 30-minute strategy session this week. On this call, you'll dig deep so Abby will understand you and what you believe in. What's your big, beautiful vision? Then she will help you to create a plan that will set you up to win. Email hello 
at abigailrebecca.com and set up a free Own Your Authentic Voice strategy session today. Again, that's hello at abigailrebecca.com. Should there be more to your life? Do you need a change? Transformation for Success with Dr. Barbara Young will provide empowering commentary each week to encourage you. She will interview successful personalities from movies, television, business, technology, health, and academia. All of them have amazing stories, resulting in transformed lives. You'll learn how to discover real happiness, financial success, and fulfillment to live your highest purpose. Join her on Tuesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and a replay Fridays at 12 noon Pacific on the Voice America Women's Channel. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You are tuned in to Present Your Power with Abigail Rebecca. To find out more about Abigail and her coaching services, please visit abigailrebecca.com. Now, back to Present Your Power. Welcome back, everyone, to Present Your Power. And we have a fabulous presenter with us today, Sally Griffin. So Sally um, is also known as the Millionaire Yogi, and she's a spiritual business coach who coaches entrepreneurs in the well-being and yoga sector to find their super niche and create financially abundant businesses. Welcome back, Sally. Woo! <laughs> you know what? I'm just, I'm really loving this interview. Like, I feel like super chill hanging yeah. out with you. I always do. I mean, sometimes we'll hang out online. Sometimes we'll hang out in person. But I just love spending time with you. And um, I just love your whole ethos, your belief, um, and, and what you're doing to help people. And, and something that we were talking about just before the break was um, your show, like, your online show because you do present and um I think one of the things that I'd really love to just find out a little bit more about is you know for anybody that's listening to this that does present so whichever uh, medium they present on so they might you know they might do a radio show they might do podcasts they might speak on stages they might speak to camera they might just just go out and present themselves in everyday business life like at networking events and things like that Mm -hmm. how can yoga help you become a better presenter well, I, th- I think one of the things is, you know, you mentioned the authentic self. So when I had to choose my format, the way that I would present myself and bringing in some of that yoga I- idealism, um, you know, I used to work in film and I used to work in photography. So I know how far you can go in terms of looking amazing Uh, creating everything is perfect and whatever. But I ask myself the question, what is the most important thing for me right now? Is it my message and is it my coaching or is it how good I look? And obviously we'd like to find a balance with that, you know. (laughs) But I made the choice that I I wanted to be really authentic and that I wanted to be able to literally run in from a yoga class looking a bit disheveled, maybe a bit sweaty, not with a lot of makeup on, and still be able to get my message across because my feeling was 
it's better for me to present as that than some glamorous babe who is unattainable, right? Mm -hmm. So how does yoga help me with that? It helps me because I do a lot of breath work. I do a lot of listening. Like there is a whole world of Nada yoga, which is you learn to listen to instructions. You listen to music. You listen to your breath. Nada, which, you know, we can still hear the Sanskrit term for nasal, na, it still comes from that, but it's like you, you listen to the world around you, and so my interviews are really easy because I have all of that in place. It's not really about me. I ask a few questions. I can look any way I want, you know. I try and wash up a little bit, but the feeling is that there's an authentic space that whoever is speaking into that, you're really listening to them. I'm just a vehicle. Mm. And I think that's how yoga has helped. Mm. I, I, I work with a lot of entrepreneurs who have got a, a fear of speaking. It might not be, you know, that they are absolutely terrified when they're on stage. It, it would be different variations of that. You know, it might be that they're resisting doing something because they've got a fear or it could be that they're on stage quaking in their boots. But, yeah. I, uh, but breath work, I mean, breath is so important, isn't it, for just calming, centering, you know, oh, centering the nervous system. Well, I mean, I've noticed that I think, you know, just to describe some of the techniques that I use with the people I coach, I coach people all over the world. So, I mean, that means as far as New Zealand or France this morning, and it doesn't matter where they are. I just want them to find a place where they can, you know, listen. So mm -hmm. it's on Zoom. This is the technique of it, you know, just talking about format and everything. I use Zoom conferencing platform because I find it so easy to link to somebody else's laptop and pretty mm. much wherever they are and almost the first thing that I do with them I do talk and there's an introduction of a topic it might be marketing strategy that week or it might be um, how to find core values but I get them to do the breath work with me so you know because I teach yoga as well I'm a yoga teacher the first thing that I do is take a big breath in through the nose, exhale through the mouth, inhale through the nose, and exhale through the mouth. And we do that three times, and it changes the energy mm. immediately. Like they're no longer sort of frazzled and, you know, lack of concentration. They're suddenly super present to what we're doing. Then I also do meditation techniques with them. And the form that I use is very shamanic. So in, in, in other words, most meditation in the yoga world is to make you think of nothing. Shamanic meditation, because I've trained with many shamans, is to learn how to guide a story, tell somebody a story with symbols in it. So we're releasing things. We're letting go of fear. We're letting go of old energy, things that aren't serving them then what do they find as they go on this journey? And they bring the symbols back. And then we can talk about those. And often, um, that's how I find their core values and their passions. Ah, brilliant. You know? Mm, I love that. There's some really great techniques there. I was breathing with you then and straight away I just felt really chill. Yeah, <laughs> that's the technique I, that I use a lot. I mean, it's great, isn't it? It's so powerful. 
It is so powerful. I mean, mostly we don't notice that we're breathing, but when you become very present to it, it, it changes the world forever. You will never live mm. the same life. Mm. So, Sally, you talk then about the fact that you work with people all over the world. You use Zoom, which I do, which is just incredible. Yeah, um, but you also do retreats. So, you, so you you coach one on one. You you practice yoga. You teach yoga. You've got this amazing yoga festival, Yoga Connects, which is the last weekend in June, and then you also hold retreats. And yeah. I just wanted to take the opportunity um, before we close up the show to really. Um, give you the opportunity to talk about the retreat um, that you're going to be hosting in July. It's in Glastonbury. Yeah. Um, and for those of you who have never been to Glastonbury, Glastonbury is an incredible place. It's very, very spiritual. Um, there's wells there that you can, you know, you can go into the gardens and take water from the well. There's just Glastonbury tour is just very spiritual. I'm sure that wherever you are in the world, you've heard of it. If you haven't, Google it because it's incredible. <laughs> and you're, you're, I go to Glastonbury a lot. Like we yeah. just go and our like crystal recharging time <laughs> yeah. to um so you've got a retreat that's um that's going on in july so just tell us a little bit about it what's it going to be like sally okay great well it's um essentially three days two nights it's a luxury b&b retreat in the heart of glastonbury the main B&B that I use, the bed and breakfast, is at the base of the tour, which you mentioned, which is an ancient, symbolic, sacred site, male site. And then it's right beside um, Chalice Well, where there are two springs. One is the ancient White Spring, one is the ancient Red Spring, which are the two feminine springs. So we've got the masculine and the feminine. Um, really ancient pilgrimage sites, and Glastonbury itself is considered to be the heart chakra of the world, actually. Britain is too. So all the different places of acupuncture spots on the, on the planet, Britain and specifically Glastonbury is where you have heart openings. So I wanted to bring the group down there. It's July um, 11th, 12th, and you finish on the 13th. To be able to actually get authentically in touch with some of the um, vision quests that I do, so I take them to Chalice Well Gardens, we do some deep um, meditations, and we do do some yoga. The other side of it is complete marketing strategy, uh, what's your super niche, uh, how to build your message, because when you are really speaking from an authentic place, if you have... Deep connection to the place that you're in and you're doing meditations, you find some symbols which are all about your core values. You, we then build that into your super niche so that you're, you're building a business from scratch or you're adding on to a business authentically because a lot of people I find aren't really working with what is their true super niche. They're basically working with aspects of it but not really. This is the way that we get right down to what you really want to do. And a lot of, a lot of times people go, but I can't actually do that as a business. And it's like, yes, you can. Yes, you can. If you want to make vegan brownies for the rest of your life, you can be a millionaire <laughs> doing that. But you have to align it with your core values and your message and so that all of it is a natural progression. So that's what we do a lot of work on, you know. And I think the... The space makes for 
the most incredible revelations, if you like, about yourself. When you take people to places like that, I always work in sacred sites, um, something magical happens, and that's what I'm interested in. You know, that's my shamanic work. So it's the two weird sides that I have. That's my super niche, <laughs> and it really works. <laughs> like, Glastonbury is just incredible. So if you are interested in doing that kind of work, building your business from a very different perspective... Look at Millionaire Yogi. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Um, there is a new website being done, but I'm separating my Yoga Connects work from Millionaire Yogi because they were together, and now they're two separate things. So the website is not up yet. So best way is Facebook, and come on down. Like, if you want to, do you want me to tell you anything else about it? I think. Well, I mean, we're 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 we've got a couple of minutes now left of the show, but I think that that that's covered everything. Okay, I mean, I, I think what I was going to say, Sally, is that um, I, I think in terms of presenting your power, I think in terms of anybody who is looking to speak publicly and yeah. spreading a message, it's so so important to really understand what your super niche is. Yeah. It's like before yeah. you even start speaking, like do the basics and I know that that will be covered um yeah, on your absolutely. retreat so I just think it's such a wonderful opportunity for everyone so that is millionaire yogi on Facebook yeah. and um I was actually I was actually um bathing in the white springs on May Day so <laughs> if you go with Sally and you get the opportunity to do that then that's fantastic Great. so um Sally, thank you so much for um, being my third guest. Oh, thank you so power. much for having me. It's been a total pleasure. It has. It's been. It's yeah. been really wonderful. It's been an absolute delight to hang out with you for an hour. And then so thank you. you. At the festival, and you're a speaker at my festival, giving your message, which will be amazing. I am. Yeah. I can't wait. I'm so excited. <laughs> it was um, one of the things that I've manifested this year. Um, I really wanted to speak at a festival, and I've manifested it. So <laughs> I'm delighted. Thank you, Sally. So um, thanks everybody for listening. I hope you've enjoyed it. Um, I just want to leave you really with this quote um, as some final words. And um, it's actually a quote from Eleanor Roosevelt. So you gain strength, courage and confidence by every experience in which you really stop to look fear in the face. You are able to say to yourself, I have lived through this horror. I can take the next thing that comes along. You must do the thing you cannot do. So yep. remember that you must do the thing you, you cannot, cannot do. do. Love, it. <laughs> Love it. Thanks, Sally. Thanks, everyone. See Thanks, you next Abby. And whatever you're doing, have a good one. Thank you for listening to Present Your Power. Be sure to join Abigail Rebecca for another episode of the series next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have an excellent week and challenge yourself to do something you've always wanted to do.